All right, Money Talkers, welcome back to the High Impact Series. I just got done with an amazing interview with Mike Zeller. It went fantastic. We dove into some really deep concepts about uh, being able to control your mind and visualize your success. Please go check out that interview uh, if you haven't listened yet. This is the High Impact Series. We're going to dive in. We're going to try and find an actual item for you to be able to listen to this podcast for eight to 10 minutes, but take the earbuds out and go have a money talk with your kids. If you do this once a week for 52 weeks, you will change the financial trajectory of your kid's uh, outcome in their life, but also you're going to open that door to build their relationship so that later in life when they have challenges and things come up that they're going to be able to talk to you about it. So uh, become a money talker right now as soon as we're done with this interview. And so, Mike, I want to I want to put the big question out there for you. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it, baby. All right. So here's the big question, man. What is the one thing that you would teach about that you know that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? Ah, that's, I've got like three or four things I would love to hit on. Uh, we just hit on the zone of genius, which I think would be absolutely valuable, but I think uh, we hit on that in the last interview. I'd love to hit on, uh, on since we're talking about the money side, mm-hmm. I'd love to hit on uh, basically what were our money language and the way we talk about money and our money relationship. Uh, I had a client yesterday that was just telling me how, how much you know, we've been working together 50 days. And he said, Mike, you know, he's got th- four kids. And he's like, Mike, uh, I was just, I've become so much more aware of how I speak about money and our capacity. I used to speak of it in limited terms. Like, no, we don't have the money for that right now. Um, versus uh, now, because they've had like, they shifted the, uh, they've claimed the money that and the, the impact and the income that was available for them. Like they've, they've grown in, in the last few months and what, when he's now he sees, Hey, I was too focused on what I have instead of what I could create. Mm. And so now he's teaching his kids like, well, you know, and his son's name's Carl. It's like, Carl, well, you know, we can, we can get that. It's just a matter of, Hey, we've got to go out and create value. We've got to create uh, more in the world and we will receive more. So shifting the language and because we're also embedding uh, money associations, like, you know, the, the language that we talk about, how we, like, if you look at our world right now, um, money is a currency, right? We think of US dollars, that's a currency. You know, uh, the yen or the euro, those are all currencies. Well, what, what is a currency? It's related to the current, to a current. What needs to happen with a current? Think of a swamp versus a river. A river has a current that's flowing. A swamp has a stagnant, stagnant water, body of water. What's happened in our world in the midst of the pandemic or a recession or a depression? The current slows down. People stop spending money. What happens to our, our lives on a micro level? That's the macro level. What happens on our, when we stop, stop investing, we stop acting courageously, and we stop growing, and we start, stop. Uh, now, we got to be wise, right? But we uh, also have the capacity to create more, even in the midst of uncertain times. So um, teaching children, hey, um, it, you know, it, smart investments, like I, I was taught early in my teenage years, I had an aunt that gave me some stocks. So she taught me how if I put some money in to a, an investment that goes up in value, 
I can win over time. So I got to put money, I got to invest wisely with money, whether it's real estate or stocks or whatever. Um, so money has to flow, you know, to grow and expand and we can create more money. So I would, I would be asking, how can I teach my kids about how money can flow and how it can expand and how we can invest to it and make it larger, the pot and the pool larger? I had a thought about that while you were talking about it. I just thought how amazing it would be because I hear a lot of stories about people changing their perception, right, of um, the way they see money or talk about money from, you know, they were realizing what they were saying about it, right? But like, imagine if you never had that other conception, right? Imagine Mm -hmm. where your kids will go if they never went through 40 years of like, you know, I don't have this or we don't have money. Like, you know, and they just had the epiphany of like, oh, at 40 or 35 or 30 or 25 or whatever that, oh, wait a minute, I could go create more money. Like, imagine if you're started off that way, like where you'll end up. Yeah. You know, it's like anything else. You, they have the biggest resource that children have is that they have time. Mm -hmm. And so if you have this impact at 30 years old, you have this epiphany and you say, oh man, I can't believe my whole life I've been just kind of like, well, we can't afford that. And I had to change my mindset. And you talk to a lot of people who are very successful. They have had that epiphany at some point, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I just realized I let go of all the um, anxiety of not having, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine if those same people that were 30 that had done that or 35 or 40 or maybe never, right? If they had started at 15, right? Or 12, mm-hmm or 10, right? And you're talking to their kids. And so what the impact is that down the road, it just, it's it, it just, I was sitting here just listening to them. I'm like, man, the, 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 because the trajectory, it's almost like um, compound interest, right? Like mm-hmm. kids can put very little, I mean, $10 a week can get you almost $2 million if you have, if you have 60 years, right? But exactly. imagine like if you're an ability of thinking that you can create funds and you can create value, and that's how you increase what you receive in payment or currency is based on the amount of value you have. If you knew that at 12, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you saw yeah. the world that way from that, for that long, like you had the extra 20 years of seeing it that way or extra. And we're talking about very successful people that have had, I've had these conversations with that have had that epiphany, right? And so I just can't even imagine if you started off with that as, as your baseline, where, exactly. where, where the way you see the world. And so how would you, um, how would you open up that conversation? Right. If you're, how would you recommend having that conversation um, from an, from a independent mm. third party person, because it is difficult to talk to kids sometimes if you have preconceived uh, uh, results, I guess, from your conversations with kids, sometimes you got to watch mm. that. <laughs> you gotta leave it open ended yeah. times, but um, how would you, how would you suggest a parent would approach that? Hmm. That's a great question. I think, I I think I would do an imagination experiment of like, I don't have the experiment in my head right now, but I would walk them through like, Hey, what if that's a great idea because well, I'm just thinking, I'm sorry, but I just, that's a great idea because you're not talking about them. Right. So kids Mm -hmm. are like, I don't know, like me, you know, you think that the parents like, you know, accusatory of them. But if you created an imaginary, you know, an imaginary person or imaginary scenario or something along the lines, I think that would be, that's, that's a great idea. 
Yeah, and it could be something as simple as like like you think of the adventures of Tom Sawyer, right? Like Tom Sawyer, well, he had a great imagination. If you remember the whitewashed fence, like he would take, and he had an apple from his aunt or whatever. Then he said, hey, I'll give you my apple. I'll give you three bites of my apple if you'll paint this fence for one hour or whatever. And then I'll give, he said to another kid, I'll give like my apple core back. And if you paint this fence for an hour or whatever, and his aunt had asked him to paint the whole fence. And instead of him doing it, he's like, what resources do I have that I could tap into? And, and then he made it a game. How do I make painting the fence fun and give it, the perception of being fun and then the ant comes out and sees like all these kids are painting the fence and it's getting done and it, at first she kind of scolds him but she also admired his resourcefulness and his creativity well he's creating value um and and aligning so it's almost like you know you could create an imagination experiment well what if what if you were going to get paid 15 bucks to paint a fence um and and you had you had a swing set that kids love to play in what if and you had a lemonade uh eliminate a box of lemonade mix well what if you said hey guys well i'll let you uh i'm making you guys some fresh lemonade for a dollar um you know if you come over and and you'll get to play in my swing set and get fresh baked cookies for uh, all for a dollar uh you know and now you made 25 dollars for that and then then you invite it then you found some other kids to um you know paint the fence for eight dollars and you were getting paid 15 well now you just created value of out of something that was already there and you created community yeah and it wasn't just you doing it like you created something from nothing yeah, I think the conversation and the takeaway is how do you, you sit down and you, you, you start to pull and you ask questions of how do you do this, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, you leave it open to saying, okay, well, how would you create value? And I think if you spent five, 10 minutes or whatever, and just wrote out some scenarios of like, here's some items, you know, or, or whatever, and then had a little game kind of out of it to see where, how many different outcomes you could come up with. I think that would be a really good exercise to do. But I think the um, you know, the main takeaway for me is, and that's a practicality kind of thing we're trying to talk about, but the big concept is that you trade value for currency, right? And mm -hmm. so if a kid learns early along, like lines, that the more value they can bring. So on top of that, the one thing that they could focus on if they want more is the amount of value that they can bring so they have to work on themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the number one investment is, is being able to work on themselves. And then that by them being more, uh, you know, valuable in their, in their mindset of value, their strength value, their deliverables, and there's a more, there's a larger end of currency that comes back to them, which just means they make more money. Right. Yeah. Or has more fulfillment yeah. or that mm -hmm. they can create those things. And so um, that's a big concept. And I hope, you know, like I said, it, it just, my mind kind of sparked out thinking like, man, I know so many people that I've talked to that are just high earners or, you know, very successful or very have the, that have had that epiphany later in life. But if you started mm -hmm. off that, if those same people had started off that way, it just, I mean, <laughs> changed the world. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. that's so cool. 
All right. Um, listen, uh, Mike, thank you so much, man. Um, parents, listen, uh, go check out what Mike's doing. Uh, he has some amazing, amazing um, uh, topics, especially around like finding your genius and some actual practicalities of that with some testing that we talked about in the interview. So if you haven't listened to that, please go listen to that. Mike, where's the best place that uh, Money Talkers can go find you? Yeah, uh, MikeZeller.com, that's Z-E-L-L-E-R.com, and Michael R. Zeller on Instagram, and Michael Zeller on Facebook and LinkedIn, and then, uh, of course, I've got my twice-born uh, How a Crisis Can Remake You. Uh, you know, this COVID virus has, has given the whole world a gift, uh, a painful gift, but a gift uh, in, the in the sense of a chance to remake ourselves. So uh, I've been through some major crises and challenges in my life, and every single time, while they've sucked going through it at different times, uh, when you get through it to the other side and when you embrace the gifting that they are giving, um, beautiful things can unfold. That's fantastic. All right, parents, take your headphones off, take your earbuds out, go talk to your kids about the subjects we just talked about. Um, have that impact with them, change your financial trajectory, you know, talk to them about creating value, talk to them about that. That's the trade for the money. And so if they can pull that concept, um, you know, they're, they're going to have exponential growth in front of them. And so again, thank you, Mike, for being on Money Talkers. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at The Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids' financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.